All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you. Happy Monday. Hope you all had a great weekend. 800-941-SEAN, you want to be a part of the uh, program. Uh, Linda, did you get a chance to see Tim Scott uh, with the ladies of The View today? He was unbelievable. He crushed it, man. He crushed I mean, it. He's so impressive to me. Oh, yeah. He did a he's great just job. amazing. An amazing anyway, human being. He's on TV tonight, so I look forward to uh, seeing him. Uh, we got a lot of ground to cover. Look, I just I just keep you in the loop of everything that I'm hearing. I'm just telling you inside media circles and meaning the mob and inside of the Beltway, you know, chatterbox class, uh, just rumors, potential indictment of Donald Trump with the special counsel this week that it could happen some point this week. Uh, which would seem pretty early to me regarding, I guess, the, the document probe. There were two probes that he was supposed to look into. One was the Mar-a-Lago raid, the document issue. And we know that there is a grand jury seated today on this issue. Maybe people are just overblowing it. I, I tend to think not. Because if you are Donald Trump, if your last name's Trump, you're treated a lot different if you la- than if your last name's Clinton or if your last name's Biden. You know, the fact that we keep hearing about Trump's special counsel, not a peep, not a word out of the special counsel investigating Joe Biden is, is it should be remarkable to everybody. Grand jury set up, people being called in left, right, sideways, et cetera, et cetera. Well, what's the, what's the other guy doing? Apparently nothing. Certainly not leaking like, you know, everybody else has leaked in this other case. Uh, so is there any truth to it? Uh, there could be is the answer. I don't know the answer to that question. Um, is it you know remarkable that the Department of Justice that has had Hunter Biden's laptop since you know December of 2019, since Joe Biden became president, and in in January of 20, uh, uh, 20, well, I guess it was the year a year and a half later. But I mean the fact that they've had it for that long and they haven't done a thing to Hunter Biden, and yet. Okay, special counsel indictment. Would that shock me? No, it wouldn't shock me. You know, was, I was reading the New York Times over the weekend, and, and they're getting the crap rightly kicked out of them for this. You know, inside the complicated reality of being America's oldest president. And, you know, now just go back when Donald Trump had one moment in his presidency. I can't think of a time that he fell, but he did gingerly walk down a, a metal ramp when he had dress shoes on in the middle of a rainstorm and the ramp had no railing and yeah, uh, very wisely was walking gingerly so he didn't slip and fall on his ass. Uh, to me, that's called being intelligent. If any of you have, have you ever had the experience, Linda walking, you didn't think it was going to snow that day and you're walking in dress shoes on the, I'm sorry. in are the we, snow. Are we talking about women who have to wear, wear four inch heels walking in Manhattan? I'm lucky I don't fall through a grate. Excuse I mean, honestly, me, I think I'm, he did a great you know, job that day. We don't have a dress code. I don't care if you wear sneakers. I don't care if you wear slippers. You can wear whatever you want as oh, long as totally, you get your job I'm done. I'm just saying, like, I think everybody can relate. But that media glom one is just like, right. I mean, he does. He could say the alphabet wrong and they would say something. It's just ridiculous. So in private, some White House officials acknowledge that they make what they consider are reasonable accommodations not to physically tax an aging president. His staff is scheduling most of his public appearances between noon and 4 p.m., and they leave him alone on the weekends as much as possible. And he's a little slower, a little, so, little softer. He was screaming at that speech before he fell flat on his face and couldn't get up. 
Anyway, a little harder of hearing, a little more tentative in his walk, a little more prone to occasional lapses of memory in ways that feel uh, familiar to anyone who's reached uh, their ninth decade who has, or has a parent who has. I, I, somebody described it, one of the critics in the New York of, of this piece called it slobbering and embarrassing. National Review said, you know, our part-time president, God only knows how he'll handle the rigors of a presidential re-election campaign and or any additional crises between now and January 20th of 2025. I mean, it's unbelievable. Inside, I mean, the, the two Joe Bidens coexist. Uh, okay, this guy is a cognitive mental mess. And they can't even put him out there. They're admitting at the most they, they make him available for work four hours a day. That's what they're saying is a best-case scenario. And when China decides to attack Taiwan, which seems fairly inevitable, you know, I guess we're going to have to hope it's not on a weekend because according to the New York Times piece, Joe Biden's staff has been told to, quote, leave him alone on weekends so he can rest up from his grueling, you know, noon till 12 a.m., uh, I'm sorry, noon till 4 p.m. schedule every day. In private, some officials acknowledge they make what they consider reasonable accommodations. Reasonable accommodations. So we have a part-time president? And the New York Times, if this was Trump, they, I'm sure they'd be slobbering over him the same exact way. It is, it is media malpractice. You talk about a corrupt, abusively biased news media. This is it. You know, Ronnie Jackson is he is not mentally or physically fit to be president. And he even says it's malpractice to let him run. Look, you can take this to the point where if it's not outright elder abuse, it's it's pretty close to that line. He's clearly not up to the job. Where are the people around him that care and love him enough to say, uh, you know, Joe, you, you, yeah, you're going to get a great four years. It's time to move on which I think, I think this is going to happen in some way. If I had to put my, my, my last dollar on it, I'd say it's Gavin Newsom. I think, I guarantee you, if I got inside of Gavin Newsom's phone, I guarantee you, you got to run. You got to run. You got to run, Gavin. Because I don't think they're looking at Kamala Harris. What did Michael Goodwin say? He's one, he's, she's one Biden banana peel away from the presidency. Oh, kind of true. I mean, I wish it wasn't true, but it is true. You know, and meanwhile, you know, look at T Senator Tom Cat Cotton complaining Biden is treating China like a love-struck teenager. Um, in the Hill, he, he was on Fox News Sunday with Shannon Bream, said the Biden administration officials should stop chasing after the Chinese communist counterparts like love-struck teenagers. It's embarrassing, and it is pathetic. In fact, it projects nothing but weakness to China. Well, okay. You have the anti-Western nuclear club now of North Korea, China, Russia, and Iran. They're all now getting in full alignment. Last week, we had the uh, one of our, our fighters, uh, fighter jets, and one of, Chinese, one of the Chinese uh, uh, fighter jets came awfully close to that one. A Chinese warship came within 150 yards of hitting the USS uh, Chung Hoon on Saturday, while the USS Destroyer was conducting joint exercises with Canada in the Taiwan Strait. That occurred while these tensions remain high. I mean, you know, what point are we missing that China hates our guts here? China's defense minister yesterday conceding that a war between China and the U.S. would be an unbearable disaster for the world, stressed the need for both sides to improve relations that are at a record low. Well, they're the ones that declared the Cold War against us. 
And it was last week that America, Joe Biden's administration, got snubbed yet again by China when they offered Defense Secretary Austin to meet with his counterpart, and they said no. And by the way, how is, you know, by the way, the U.S. did release video showing this, this close call in the Taiwan Strait with this Chinese destroyer. You know, it's, uh, and yeah, this would be an unbearable disaster. And now that China is brokering deals with Iran and Saudi Arabia, now Syria and Saudi Arabia, should it surprise you that Saudi Arabia is now welcoming the Venezuela leader Maduro, the, the two-bit dictator thug from there, that Joe Biden's now making rich because he's, you know, stopped ostensibly American energy independence and is now relying on countries that hate us? But would it surprise any of you to know what the Saudis did over the weekend in terms of energy? Uh, by declaring that, yeah, they're going to cut back on energy production. Joe Biden's foreign policy incompetence is eating up yet a larger portion of your family budget this summer. Saudi Arabia, according to the AP, will reduce how much oil it sends the global economy, taking a unilateral step to prop up the sagging price of crude after two previous cuts to supply uh, by major producing countries in the OPEC alliance failed to push for higher oil. Okay, well, they're doing it because of a void, an artificial reduction in the world supply because America has taken itself out of that business and unilaterally disarmed. So these new cuts that OPEC, that Saudi, the Saudis are now talking about, members of OPEC countries and their allies, they're also considering more cuts after their 1.3 million barrel a day cut. This time they're going to cut it another million barrels a day they want to get the price of a barrel of oil close to $100 a barrel as quickly as they can. So oil prices will soar as Russia, uh, Venezuela, OPEC nations, the Saudis, and the Saudis also acting independently slashing oil supply. Well, what does that mean? That means that you, the American taxpayer, are going to pay more for everything you buy in every store you go to. You'll pay more to heat and cool your home. You're going to pay more to fill your gas up. By the way, you want to see what's coming to America? Irish farmers now rebelling against a proposal to cull tens of thousands of cattle a year to help Ireland meet their climate change targets. I told you they're coming for your beef. It's only a matter of time. And their effort to reduce emissions uh, from farming by a quarter. I mean, I mean, what are we supposed to eat? Are we supposed to eat the grass that the cows eat or the hay that they eat? I don't know what the hell cows eat. What are they graze, right? Or whatever they're eating every day. Anyway, they want to call 65,000 cows a year for three years because of this insanity, you know, of, of this global warming idiocy and disaster that's not even based on science. By the way, the New York Sun had a great piece how Americans now, you know, this came out in the first town hall that the fake news CNN did when he said, drill, baby, drill. You know, the crowd went absolutely wild because America. You know, at no point during the Trump presidency, I checked this out. Linda, double check me on this fact. I don't think the, the, a price of a gallon of gasoline went above $3 when Trump was president. Pretty sure. BBC, this was on Drudge today, solar panels, an eco disaster waiting to happen, you think? You know, now that while being promoted around the world as a crucial weapon in reducing carbon emissions, solar pan panels only have a lifespan of up to 25 years. By the way, what are they going to do with that? It's just like the electric car myth. Now, 90% of our electric grid, if you're not in a brownout state, 90% of that grid is fossil fuels. 
All right. So now you get first you have to pillage Mother Earth by getting the manganese and the cobalt and the nickel and all the, the minerals that are needed and necessary to make electric bat batteries for your electric vehicles. They weigh a ton, which means it's not as, as efficient. Uh, then you got to charge it in your charging system, 90% of which comes from an electric grid that's powered by fossil fuels. So explain that to me. I mean, th this is now the Biden nightmare. And by the way, you know, with all the talk of and the rumors and and the chatter that's going on, you know, we also had that. I'm, why do I believe if it's if it's chatter about an impending indictment of Trump, I believe it. And when it's pending chatter about the indictment of Hunter or Joe Biden, I don't believe it. Now, I do know that Christopher Ray is going to be held in contempt of Congress, according to James Comer, because of this 1023 form that he's been playing games with now for a long time. Uh, you think anybody in the media is going to care? It's sort of like the Durham report. All the all the news outlets, Washington Post, New York Times, ABC, NBC, CBS, and and two fake news channels running, you know, wall to wall with that lie for three years. And then we get we get told yet again that it's a lie. And what are the consequences? Absolutely nothing. All right, Jim Jordan coming up later in the program today. Jason Chaffetz checks in today. We've got a lot of your calls in 800 941 Sean if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, I've been telling you about this woman in Atlanta, victim of home title theft. Uh, American homeowners are now being targeted by cyber criminals all around the world, not just around the country. Anyway, she drives home to her Atlanta home, and there's a bulldozer in her front yard tearing her home down. The company tearing it down bought it from a criminal who stole her title online and sold it without her knowledge. Well, this really happened. You don't believe me? Google it. Anyway, our friends at Home Title Lock, they showed our entire team here on the Sean Hannity show how easy this is to do. They pretty much stole Linda's house within six minutes. Uh, but they also will show you how to protect your home's title that verifies you are the genuine owner of your home. Uh, it means more than monitoring. And if you're a victim of fraud, our friends at HomeTitleLock.com, they're going to work to make sure your title is restored in your good name. Uh, that means you need the protection that I have and everyone on Team Hannity is now getting HomeTitleLock.com. If you go there now and use the promo code SEAN, S-E-A-N, our friends at HomeTitleLock.com will give you the first 30 days of protection free and they'll give you a free title scan to make sure and verify that your home is still in your name. That's HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Sean, S-E-A-N, HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Sean.